This is the Elite Development Podcast, a show with the aim of helping athletes evolve in every element of their careers through real-world advice and experience. I'm your host, Kenny Dussault. I'm a strength and conditioning coach in Calgary, Alberta, with a singular focus on building better athletes. And now, let's get to the episode. What's going on, guys? So, we're back for another episode of the Elite Development Podcast, the number one show for athletes looking to gain an edge on their opponents and build their dream careers in sport. And today, we're going to be talking... What's going on, everybody? We are back for another episode of the Elite Development Podcast, the number one show for athletes looking to gain an edge on their opponents and build their dream careers in sport. I'm your host, Kenny Dusso, and today we are going to be talking about four excuses holding you back from your athletic potential and how to get around them. Now, the reason that I wanted to bring this to you guys is because the longer that I coach, the more I realize that Yes, the programming is important. Yes, the hard work is important. But what holds a lot of athletes back is not not having the right program. What holds a lot of athletes back is the stories they tell themselves about why they can't do things or why they can't, why they have to do things a certain way or, you know, what they're good at, what they're bad at. Like the athletes tell themselves so many stories every day that prevent them from actually just doing the things they need to do to be successful at the highest level in their sport. So today I'm going to go through the most, the four most common excuses that I hear from athletes as to which are holding them back from their athletic potential. And hopefully they resonate with you. Hopefully they trigger you a little bit. And if they do, understand that the goal of this episode is to help you get around those excuses so that you stop making them and you can actually see your athletic peak. So number one is I don't have time. The biggest excuse that I hear from athletes in terms of stopping them from reaching their athletic peak is I don't have time. And this can be in a bunch of different ways. I don't have time to strength train because on top of training and school and work and everything, I'm just too busy. Or I don't have time to, you know, attend extra practices or do extra sessions with my coach or whatever it might be because I just have too much going on in my life. So I don't have time to do that. Or I don't have time to meal prep because, you know, I'm just so busy. So I'm just going to eat out every day and, you know, not worry too much about that. And whatever area that you don't have time to put the work into, I need you to understand this is what's going to stop you from reaching your athletic peak. Because in order to reach the top of your sport, like if you are truly after being at the top level in your sport, you've got to understand you need every piece of your game dialed in. Everything. Like you can't be an athlete at the absolute top level and not have good nutrition. You can't be an athlete at the absolute top level and not have a good strength and conditioning program. You can't be an athlete at the top level and not be training your skills consistently. All of these things are non-negotiable, yet so many athletes feel like just because they're busy, it means that strength training is not that important for me or, you know, proper nutrition is not that important for me and they don't have to worry about it because, you know, I'm too busy right now to focus on it. And you can tell yourself whatever story you want, but if you truly want to reach the top level in your sport, you need to figure it out, plain and simple. 
So when it comes to being too busy, how do you figure this out? How do you make the change so that you can stop telling yourself the story that you're too busy and start actually putting the effort in? Plain and simple, it's about optimization. So when I see athletes that say they're too busy to strength train, what they need to start doing is scheduling it into their week. Because if you just let your day go, and then all of a sudden you're like, oh, it's nine o'clock and I didn't get my workout in. Well, I guess I was too busy today. You know, yeah, you're never going to find the time magically, especially if it's not something you truly enjoy doing. You know, as an example, I know myself as a business owner, and this is going to sound really bad, but this is something that I've struggled with a lot. When it comes to the day-to-day stuff, like when it comes to doing this podcast, when it comes to, you know, coaching clients, when it comes to dealing with the ins and outs of the business every day, man, I will make time for anything. What I hate making time for is taxes or anything on that end of the business. And literally to the point where I knew that I had to pay my GST by a certain date for six months And it took literally until the day before it was due for me to actually sit down, figure out the numbers and go get it paid because I didn't want to do it. I didn't want to put the time into figuring out, you know, what I was able to actually, what I was able to actually, you know, like write off and how to actually figure out the numbers. So it took me until the day before it was due to actually go do that extremely important task. And I always had a story for myself, you know, oh, yeah, I'm too busy. Oh, I'll get to it next week. Oh, you know, I've got so much going on that I just like I can't get to it. The truth was I just didn't want to fucking do it. And it was the same thing when it came to income tax. I didn't want to fucking do it. So I put it off and put it off and put it off. And what happened was I paid penalties before because it got paid late. So instead of letting that happen again, what I figured out was a way to make sure that it got done on time. I hired a company that helps me with that now. They do all the grunt work, so I don't have to worry about figuring that out. But every quarter, we have a call. And on that call, we figure out all the numbers. We figure out everything they need from me. And then I pass it off to them. Now, obviously, in that case, I'm paying to save the time, which isn't something that's always an option. But the point is you need to figure out the problem and you need to figure out how to fix the problem. So if you are having trouble finding time to meal prep, as an example, the first thing, figure out simple meals that are going to be healthy and give you the nutrition that you need. Like an example that I use for myself all the time, 99% of my meals are the exact same. Is it exciting? No. Is it easy? Fuck yeah. So every, every week at the same time, I can meal prep and it takes me about 30 minutes and I have meals for the week. So for you guys as well, figure out simple meals that you'll enjoy and then find a time in your week and schedule it in. Saturday mornings at 10 o'clock is my meal prep time, period. Something else comes up, sorry, I'll see you at 11. On Saturdays at 10 o'clock, I meal prep. And it sounds ridiculous to, you know, make it that non-negotiable that if like something else comes up, no, you can't just move it back. But that's how you actually find the time. Because guys, we all have the same 24 hours in a day. It's like, it's, that's it. We all have the same 24 hours in a day. 
you choose what you prioritize. You say you can't find the time to meal prep, but you can find the time to watch those two episodes of, you know, that TV show you like every night, right? Or you say you can't find the time to meal prep, but if you go to the insights on your phone, I bet you the time that you spent on Instagram yesterday would tell a different story. So it's what you prioritize. People love to say, oh, I couldn't make it to the gym this week. Yeah, you fucking could. You couldn't make it to the gym, but you spent six hours a day scrolling on your phone, but you watched TV for two hours, but you spent an extra 45 minutes after work hanging out with, you know, whoever that was like, you get what I'm saying? If you don't have time to do stuff, you need to audit where your time's being spent because you have 24 hours in a day. You do. You have 24 hours in a day. And I find it impossible to believe that every minute of those 24 hours is booked up to the point that you can't do these things that you say are important to you. So audit how you're spending your time and then optimize what you're actually doing with those things that you don't have time for. The same idea when it comes to training. If you say you don't have time to hit the weight room twice a week, that means either A, you're full of shit, or B, the weight workouts you're doing are taking way too fucking long. Because is it optimal to do, you know, two 40-minute weight sessions a week as your strength conditioning? Maybe not. Maybe you want to be doing more. But I'll tell you one thing. Doing two 40-minute sessions a week is going to be a hell of a lot better than not being able to fit it in at all. So if you're truly serious about reaching the next level in your sport, you need to figure out what you're able to stick with consistently, and you need to stick with it. Period. So find the times in your week that you're going to be able to do it. And then if you need to, cut the amount of time down by optimizing what you're doing in there. When you go into lift, put your phone away. And that way your rest between sets is a minute instead of your rest between sets being five and a half minutes because you get stuck scrolling on YouTube. You know what I'm saying? So optimize the time that you're spending and then figure out what times you can actually block these things into your week and then never let it miss. All right, number two. This one's going to trigger some people. The second excuse that I hear all the time from people when it comes to not reaching their athletic potential is, I don't have the money. And this, again, I've heard when it comes to eating healthy, I don't have the money to, you know, buy all the foods that I need to buy, so I just stick to the cheap process shit. This comes to training. Oh, I can't hire a coach because I don't have the money. This comes to, you know, this comes in with every area of the game as well. And the big thing, guys, is there are going to be some cases for sure where you don't have the money to hire everybody that you want to hire and pay for everything you want to pay for. But a lot of people are not spending their money in the right places and then telling themselves they don't have the money for the things they need. So if you are in that position where every single dime you are spending is exactly, you know, necessary, you're only ever paying rent and groceries and, you know, gas for your old car that just does the trick that isn't fancy, you know, then disregard this part because this isn't for you. But if you've eaten out more than twice in the past month, you have the money. You're spending it in the wrong places. If you are driving a car 
that costs you money every month instead of driving an old beater that you paid a couple of grand for that just runs and gets you from point A to point B, you have the money, you're spending it in the wrong places. If you are living in an apartment that is more than the actual bare minimum that you need to survive, you have the money, you're spending it in the wrong places. And again, I'm not telling you that you're not allowed to live in a nice place. I'm not telling you that you're not allowed to drive a nice car. What I'm telling you is that if you want to be a professional athlete, if you want to reach the peak of your athletic career that you are going to be able to reach, and you're spending hundreds and hundreds of dollars every month on a car payment, instead of driving an old car that's paid off, that just costs you a couple of grand and just runs and gets you from point A to point B, you have the money, you're spending it in the wrong places. If you are living in a big, fancy apartment that you don't actually need, that has three bedrooms when you're living alone, have the money, you're spending it in the wrong places. Because if you want to reach your athletic potential, all of that money that's going towards that car, going towards that apartment, going towards eating out, going towards doing all these other things, is money that you are not spending on the coaching you need, is money that you are not spending on the resources you need, is money that you are not putting towards reaching your athletic peak and building the dream career in the sport that you want. So you can choose where to spend your money. I'm not sitting here telling you that you have to live in a shittier apartment or you have to drive a shittier car. But what I'm telling you is stop fucking telling yourself, I don't have the money, and tell yourself proper coaching, proper resources, better nutrition isn't a priority for me. Because if you tell yourself it's not a priority, then either A, you got to start rethinking that you when you keep telling everybody that you want to be a world champion athlete, or B, you've got to understand that you need to reprioritize if you actually want to make it to that level. Because hard work alone is not the answer. Having a team, having resources, having the right people around you, that is the answer. And if the money that could be going to having the right team around you is going to car payments on a fancy car or going to rent on a fancy apartment or going to eating out multiple times a week with your buddies, what are we talking about here? You are not prioritizing the things you say are a priority for you. So number three, the third excuse that I always hear from athletes when it comes to reaching their athletic potential is I'm not good. So when it comes to that, this one's a little bit of a strange one to put into words, but I'm going to do my best to explain it. When it comes to that, I have athletes that will always say stuff like, well, I'm just not good at, you know, organizing my week. So that I, so that's why I can't get into, you know, get into the weight room a couple times a week. Oh, I'm just not good at, you know, uh, oh, I'm just not good in the weight room. So, you know, I just don't do it or oh yeah, I'm just not a good cook, so I just can't meal prep. And guys, it's fucking bullshit to put it nicely. If you're not good at organizing your week, guess what? We got this thing called Google and you can go on Google and search organization techniques to optimize my time. Or we've got this thing called YouTube where you can go on YouTube and search organizational techniques to optimize my time. And you can figure something out that fucking works for you. It's not that fucking hard. If you're not good at cooking, guess what? We've got this thing called Google where you can search 
simple, healthy recipes for athletic performance. We've got this thing called YouTube, where you can search simple, healthy recipes for athletic performance. What are we talking about here? It is easy as fuck. Guys, I'm not good at organizing my time either. Yet, I run a business that has 45 clients in eight countries around the world. The reason that I'm able to do that successfully and the reason that I am able to retain 96% of my clients month after month is because I figured out how to be better at organizing my time. I learned systems that work for me. And if the systems start to fail, I adapt the systems to make them work for me. It's not something that I'm naturally good at. It's not something that I just woke up one day and said, wow, I know how to do all this. I figured it out because it was important to me. And this is what you need to do too. You need to figure out the plans that are actually going to work for you. And on that note, you're not going to figure it out on day one. But if it's truly important to you, you need to continue to work on figuring out the plans that are going to work, figuring out the systems that are going to work. Because if you continue to work on it and continue to adapt to it, eventually you will get good at it. You will figure it out. And when you figure it out, your athletic performance is going to massively benefit from that. So stop telling yourself you're not good at things and start asking yourself, how do I improve at things? I'm not good at cooking. How do I get better at cooking? And if you can find an answer to that question, now all of a sudden you cook a little bit better. And guys, same thing. I'm not a great cook, but I know how to cook enough to make healthy, tasty meals that get me through my week that work great. And that's what you need. But if you keep telling yourself the story, I'm not good at it. Keep telling yourself the story. Oh, I just can't do that. That's just not accurate. Like it's just, you're limiting yourself intentionally and it's crazy to me but if you want your athletic performance to reach its actual peak you want to figure out how you can get the best you can possibly get in your sport every time you say i'm not good at insert thing here you need to reframe that and you need to ask yourself how do i get better and if you can ask yourself that you're going to find answers all right, and number four, this goes very hand in hand with I'm not good at things. Number four, the fourth excuse that I hear all the time from athletes when it comes to reaching their athletic potential is I can't. I can't do it. I can't compete at that level. I can't make it to the gym three times a week. I can't can keep up with my training consistently. I can't afford to eat healthy foods all of these things so again it goes hand in hand with a couple of the things that we've talked about already but that phrase i can't do it just drives me up the fucking wall that phrase i can't do it makes no sense to me if you're sitting here right now and you're thinking well i can't compete with you know these guys in my gym then instead of just telling, your that, telling yourself that story that you can't compete, ask yourself, what do I need to change so that I can compete? If you're telling yourself, I can't, you know, cook healthy meals. Like I said, go to fucking YouTube, go to Google. It's not that hard. Figure it out. If you're telling yourself, I can't make it to the gym three times a week to do my strength conditioning work. Guys, grow the fuck up. You want to make it to the top level as an athlete? 
You've got to figure these things out. Learn how to balance your schedule. Learn how to make the time. Learn how to schedule your workouts in so that you stop missing them. Or my favorite one that I've heard from a number of athletes before, I can't follow a program because it's online. So let's break that down. You're going to tell me that because you don't have someone forcing you to train, you can't train. You're going to tell me that you can't go to the gym and lift weights because you don't have someone there forcing you to do it actively. But in the same breath, you're going to tell me you want to be a world champion athlete. But in the same breath, you're going to tell me that you want to be a millionaire and set your future family up for success due to the success you have in your sport. But you can't make yourself go to the gym. You can't make yourself go lift weights. You can't push yourself, but you expect to be a millionaire when it comes to your future in the sport. You can't push yourself, but you expect to become the best to ever do it in your sport. I'm just going to let that sink in for a second. So what you're saying is you can't follow a program without someone forcing you to do it but you expect to become the best in the world to compete in your sport. When you put it into words like that, do you, you hear how fucking stupid that is? When you put it into words like that, do you hear how fucking childish that is? I understand it's not easy. I understand that hitting the gym three times a week on top of the skills training that you're doing, on top of school, on top of work, all of that stuff isn't easy. But neither is becoming a world champion athlete. And so you've got to ask yourself, how important is that goal to you? How important is it to you to achieve the goals you have in your career? Because if it is important to you, to become a world champion, to set your future family up with the success you have in your sport, how are you possibly going to tell me that you can't follow a program without someone being there forcing you to do it? It's just not going to work. That's like me saying, I want to be a millionaire, but I don't want to work for it. I want someone to just hand me millions of dollars. No one's going to fucking do that. If you are in that position, so again, if you're in that position, like I said, I understand that it's not easy. I understand that forcing yourself to get up and train in the mornings is a hard thing to do. But if you want to achieve that athletic potential, you need to find that within yourself. Plain and simple, you need to find that within yourself. You need to push yourself. And every time you say, oh, I don't want to do it today, you need to remind yourself. I'm here to be a world champion and world champions wake the fuck up and train when they say they're going to. And simple ways to do that, guys, come down to how you approach your mindset. So one of the things that I've done for myself, again, that allows me to never miss workouts, that allows me to never miss my 4.30 a.m. wake up time, that allows me to never miss on my to-do lists, on the things that I have to do every day to run and continue to grow this business into what I want. One of the things that I did is I wrote out my company vision. I wrote out everything that I'm working for, and I put it above my desk sitting right over there. Every time I hear a quote that motivates me, I write it on a sticky note, and I put it up around my desk so that every day I'm looking at quotes. Like from this position already, 
I'm looking at, I'm looking at my desk and I'm seeing a bunch of them. I am abundant, reminding me that I don't need anyone and I just need to continue to put the right work in and my business will continue to grow. Bad clients aren't worth the money. That's a very important lesson that I've learned lately. Create a legendary experience within my coaching program. People come for the results, but they stay for the experience. Shine your light and let them come. I built this, no one else. And just other quotes that remind me every day what it is I'm working for, that remind me every day why I wake up at 4.30 in the morning, regardless of how much sleep I got the night before, that remind me every day what my athletes are working towards becoming and how special it is that I get to be a part of that. And that is what motivates me on the days where I feel like I can't. So for yourself, you need to find those things. Why is it that you're training? Why is it that you want to be a world champion, that you want to be a millionaire, all of that? Is it your son or daughter? Is it, you know, your parents? Is it being able to retire your mom or your dad from that job that they've been working forever that they fucking hate? Is it purely for yourself? Is it, you know, for your wife, for your husband, for whoever? Whatever that reason is, they need to be top of mind. And every day that you want to slack off, every day that you tell yourself you can't, every day that you tell yourself you're not good enough, that needs to be the reason that you get the fuck up and you do it anyway. This topic fires me up a little bit, but guys, those are the four top excuses that I hear that are holding you back from your athletic potential. Those are ways that you could start working around those excuses. So I hope that this triggered you a little bit. I hope that you understood which one of those that you struggle with the most. And I hope that that gave you some assistance in actually being able to work through that. Now, I appreciate everybody for tuning in. I appreciate you if you made it this far. My one ask of you is that you share the show with a friend, with a teammate, with somebody who's going to need to hear this message. And as always, that's it for me. I appreciate you all. And we'll talk again soon. Thank you again for tuning in to another episode of the Elite Development Podcast. If you enjoyed the episode, I would greatly appreciate if you subscribed and left a review for the show. As well, I would love to hear what your biggest takeaways were from the episode. My contact info is linked below. Send me a message and let me know what you thought. As always, I'm your host, Kenny Dusso. Thank you again and see you next time.